What up fools, today's episode is sponsored by Down Again. Down Again is a post-hardcore emo band that started in San Francisco. In fact, today's episode, we have one of the bandmates, Lucas Garcia. He is a vocalist, he does the keys, and he also plays the guitar for the band. But he was also joined with Lenny, which is also a vocalist and a guitarist, and Alex, who is the bassist for the band. And I'd like to give him a shout out and a big thanks for sponsoring this video. In fact, we are doing a giveaway, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And thanks again, Down Again Band, for sponsoring this show. Yo, what is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Munch Gang. We're back, episode 19, back and ready to ready to talk some some stuff. Right? Yeah. Anyways, we got <laughs> we got a special guest today. Uh the Swiss Army man of people. He has multiple talents. He is uh a skateboarder first. He is also in a band called Down Again. Yeah. Then he also is a business owner. What else are you? What else you got? Uh, I'm a dad. I'm oh, a dad. he's a he's a father. He's got multiple talents. <laughs> um, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. It's gotta cut out everybody in your life that's important. Yeah, just no friends. No, <laughs> just, nobody. Just a tight group, and that's it. Yeah, that's how it be though, especially like after high school. Oh, seriously, man! So really find out like who's your friends after yeah. that. He's got no choice after that, man. Like, yeah. if you want to do all the things, like, got to provide for the family, got to be a dad. I really want to be in a band. I want to skate. There ain't no time for anybody else, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah. nobody else gets anything. Yeah. You still make time for it though. See you at the park like every now and then. Like. Yeah, yeah, when I can. Yeah, even when like when I got a girlfriend, I'm like, dude, you got work, you got girlfriend and that's like all your time already. seriously that's why your girlfriend's got to skate or something yeah like that, skate dude. or film <laughs> frankie's like film this clip for me right dude those were the days when i was single stay single as long just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's part over stay single but the people that are single they're like man i really would like to be in a relationship <laughs> you know? seriously it's always yeah just uh uh my wife i don't know about you but she does not like getting those clips from me man yeah. like <laughs> Cause it always takes me like a hundred tries, so I feel it. But yeah, standing right in the sun. But anyways, yeah, Lucas, Mr. Lucas Garcia is here in the building today. What up? And we got our co-host Koi Say Chow in the building. We out here. Subscribe. Subscribe. And you guys already know Koi, local legend, local ripper. But today it's about Lucas. Thank you. Lucas is the man. So I want to bring up. Let's talk about your band first. For sure. Because the band is a very important part of your life, right? Most important. Most important. I mean... Other than your daughter. There's kids. Yeah, your the kids, kids are important. Wife's important. But those are like a given. The band is the other most important thing. One of those priorities. And I've listened to a couple songs, man. I like it. So what, what would you consider like the genre of music your band does so i mean i hate the word but it's the only way to describe it it's just emo music basically emo. you know it's the only way yeah. what yeah it's it's the only word that really describes it you know it is it is what it is but um so if you were to compare it to another band that's like somewhat similar what band would that be that's a little bit difficult just because we're like a combination of a couple bands i would say um because we're not just alternative rock we're not just like hardcore either so it's like uh -huh. if you listen to bands like thrice um, which is amazing. Uh, they're like a, more of an alternative, you know, emo band. But then there's other bands that are like really hardcore, like the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. You kind of blend those two, you know, really far apart styles and, and put it into one style. So okay, the the songs I listened to, it kind of reminded me of like the first song, which was like had quite a bit of streams. I forget what it was called. Can't make this right. Yeah, yeah. and that one was super good. It almost reminded me of like a like a I don't want to say Sleeping with Sirens because it's not. It's more like Mayday Parade almost. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, that's that's we, we touch in that genre. And Sleeping with Sirens, you know, is a great example too as far as like singing with screaming, but we're just so different than them 
musician wise like i'm not as good a guitar as those guys are like and our singers can't sing like kellen quinn so yeah. we may do with what we got and so it just naturally sounds different but uh, that's definitely a good like example for sure and then some of the other songs the first thing that came to mind was like bring me the horizon and bring the horizon is like one of my favorite bands oh for sure dude yeah yeah oh my gosh there's I like wanted to sound like him on the microphone yeah. so bad for so many years. Yeah, and he's a badass too. Um, how how do you feel about people calling like what if somebody came up to your band and was like, "Hey, I like your band." Is it like screamo? Like, oh, I love that word. Screamo. You like screamo? Bro, I love it. Yeah, we are screamo. Yeah. Like that was so offensive when you were like sixteen, but like yeah. no, dude, I've embraced it. Screamo is perfect. That's the That's, one. Emo screamo, bro. Yeah, but it's just so generic because there's so many different types of like screaming, you know? Cause you oh got, yeah, yeah. It's and Koi's like I'm just like lost because I don't really listen to that type of music. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. I remember place. you uh like showed me some of the music though. No, yeah, it's I, good. Every time I find somebody, I pin them down. I say, listen to my shit. <laughs> yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. It's like, I don't really hate it, but I just don't like listen to it. Uh, if, no. I, if I if I hear it, though, if I'm out and about and like someone plays it at a restaurant yeah. or whatever, but I don't just don't That's actually, we like go, like when I post about it, I'm like, when we first dropped our first record, I literally made this big, long post. I was super proud, but the top of it was like, this is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like just out the gate, just letting everybody know this music is not for everybody, you know? So I would say I was the same way as Koi when I was younger. And I was like, I'm never going to listen to that punk slash emo screamo music. And then like, I had this really good friend that that's all he listened to. And then we used to just like hang out and then he'd play it in his truck every day. And then I was like, Oh wow, I'm actually getting the hang of this. Like this is pretty cool. Yeah. It it, it just takes time. You just got to give it a chance, you know. Yeah. And then you start like no, I think it's cool though, but I don't know. I just don't. Dude, I was like obsessed with like hardcore music. Too many for, genres like, nowadays. Second, I was like yeah. the first time I ever heard music, like when I first heard someone like screaming a song, I was like this is my soul coming out in like I audio got my form. life into <laughs> <beat."> <laughs> This is my last yeah. that. Exactly. The first time I heard it, man, I was like it's like this is what's inside of me and it is now outside of me in this song like it was like just my favorite thing yeah ever dude uh so let's talk about it down again just down again what let's say what where did that name come from where'd you guys get down again from uh i wish that there was a cooler story but so me and the two guys that are in the band um uh it's myself lenny my singer uh and alex the bass player were the guys that started the band but we were in another band before this band so okay. it's just basically like that other band transitioned into this band and we're like hey let's change the name of the band and we're just sitting there thinking like what should we call it what should we call it and one day lenny our singer just texted what, are, what about down again we're like yeah that's the one is this just random yeah, just down dude. again because there's like rhyme or reason to it so like you don't want to be like like over the top like she guys like look it up so the yes, wasn't dude, there, yes there was one guy using it yeah. but we are way past him we got the website we got the merch so we didn't send a dude like a what's it called a cease and desist order uh-huh. or anything like that but uh if he tried to we 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 have enough standing with that name as far as owning the website and stuff yeah. like that that he can't take that from us but yeah we did google it and i was, I was freaking out man I was like, dude, there's cool. somebody else called down again but yeah. he is a check him out he's uh it's like um it's like more punk style like like sounds like he records his music in the in his garage with like a one microphone and it sounds sick but there's nice. another guy out there Again. But you guys are better. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to watch this and he's like, Damn. Yeah, he's going to have to change his name to Down Again Again. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to see like a, a post down like bad. Down Again on a podcast. He's I didn't do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's like, I wish he was on the Munch Gang. <laughs> yeah. He no nope. Munch Gang material. Yeah, he ain't. Maybe. Hit me up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so your band yeah. consists of three people? No, we got four guys oh, four. now. Um, or we just brought on our drummer, but the, the original group was just three which clearly doesn't work live right yeah, you know yeah. what i mean because i was like, gonna say because without a drum drummer's the most important yeah, piece yeah right? so uh for when we recorded that first record i did all the drums oh. um you know i do a lot of the screaming um you know about half the guitar our singer does the other half of the guitar and i do all the piano and anything else that we have to add so it's like it's a lot of work for three guys to make yeah. a record and mm-hmm. when because that was in the pandemic so we weren't playing shows anyway. Nobody was allowed to play shows, so we mm-hmm. didn't care. And so we're like, okay, whatever. Like, we don't need to play shows anyway, so we don't need more than three people. But um, as soon as like people started playing shows again, we're like, oh crap! Like, we we need a couple more guys up here. Dude. Yeah, like, we yeah. cannot. We hold, need the rhythm. <laughs> we cannot hold the fort down because um, we got a little carried away in the studio. You know, we're adding all kinds of stuff, and it's like it's all cool until we got to play live. It's like, wait a second, 
yeah. we don't have enough people it's harder than to, it is huh doing yeah. it all live oh it's it's super difficult because um i actually have to transition from the guitar to the keys and i mess it up every time man it's like, yeah that sounds so hard like, to do it's so fast and then gotta be here i'm like i'm i'm on the wrong spot like i'm not here yeah because you got like how many keys are on a keyboard like 188 yeah. so it's like it's just the worst part too is like i gotta like mute the guitar and then switch over oh. and then i'll grab the guitar and start hitting i'm like i forgot to turn my volume up so it's like yeah. the walk of shame you twist the knob back up you yeah pick a lot the of, part up like half multitasking the right there but really nobody probably knows this is you know that's no, just like kind of in your head yeah, right? man, those concerts are so loud i could just not play anything i don't think I anyone would know bro yeah um yeah i was actually at a show last night and dude that was an amazing band it's called uh lo and behold and uh, i was there to watch this guy named calvin black and amazing where's it at? it was at the dip dude i've been dying to go there yeah i need to hit him up too because we want to play more reading shows because we always play in like the bay area or sacramento mm-hmm. or something like that so. I think they'll probably better. be down huh because they like like to support local artists over there who the dip Oh, yeah, they love it, especially, like, probably your kind of music. You know, they're, like, more with the rock style. They don't do too much, like, poppy or hip-hop-y type. That's sick, then. There's a super sick metalcore band out of Reading called Sunspear. Sunspear. Oh. Sun- if you're watching Sunspear, we got to play a show together. I'm about to have Battle of the Band, Sunspear versus Down <laughs> nah, Again. They're hardcore. <laughs> they're way better than us, but... Uh, yeah, they'd be a cool band to play with. I really want to play with them. I was, that's funny that you mentioned that, because I was going to mention that to you. Because Sunspear is... I love Sunspear. It's like Dude. the homies. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Homies set me up. Yeah. You guys about to get on the pod. On a double date, bro, yeah. with homies. <laughs> you guys collab. collab. Like a yeah. blind homie date. Like, just introduce friends to each <laughs> yeah. other. Uh, but anyways, back to the band. Yeah. So you guys were, you guys are four people now. Yeah. And what am I getting at here? So how, do, how does, one of the hardest things with bands is like, how does four people conjoin and then kind of like, go towards the same direction so like everybody has a different direction they want to go basically that doesn't happen you know that's why bands fall apart so um thankfully uh you know actually there's two alexes alex and alex the alex and alex show the drummers alex bass players a different alex um they of course are a part of the writing process a lot but for the most part the the music the lyrics it is spearheaded by myself and lenny and um so me and Lenny, the singer, like we're on the same page, Sweet. like, like exact same page, exact same line. So since we're writing all the music, and then those other guys are more bringing in other elements to it, mm. um, it's a little bit easier that way. So okay, I'm about to burp because this beer. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. So it's like, so do not- you guys jam? Are you guys just jam free like free flow and just kind of make up stuff as you go basically or? no dude these songs we like we spend like months writing songs and we're always writing too so like every literally every single day we're writing so like uh what we'll do is like like just today my singer sent me like two videos he's like, hey what do you think about this as a course and a pre-course for a future song and i'm like oh sick what are we gonna add it to he's like oh we're gonna add it to this other part that i showed you from like you know five months ago that we recorded <laughs> so it's like always building on stuff like that oh, so like we'll be writing like you know 10 songs at the same time like just part at a time he'll send me in part and be like hey man like i think this would be a really cool verse you should write like lead guitar or piano over it so then i'll write over that and then i'll do the same thing i'll send him a song but hey bro i think this song would be sick um what do you think about it and then he'll write lyrics over it or something like that so um that, wow. it's, it's mostly you know myself and lenny like building the songs and then everyone else they write their parts don't get me wrong like he writes all the drums but as far as like writing the actual song like the rhythm sections of the song uh-huh. that's mostly just me and the singer wow what that's so confusing to me i mean it's it's not confusing but it's just so hard for me to understand because i'm like creativity some people like to believe you could just make a song in a day or something you know I, that's a bad song if they do I yeah mean, it shows for sure yeah I, we we're just so opposite of that like there's a lot of people too who um in our scene where they're like they don't even write the lyrics until they're in the studio what yeah dude like they like, oh, I gotta, I gotta write lyrics for this entire album in the studio. I'm like, my lyrics have been written for years before we get to the studio, and they've been revised and changed up. And yeah. you know, I've showed people, I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And they're like, that's a stupid line. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right, that is stupid. We'll cross it out. Yeah. Like, we like just a lot of thought so, into it, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. For that's sure. so good. Like patience. I've talked to other artists about it. Like patience is super key because mm-hmm. when you write a song, sometimes you get like overly excited and you just want to show the world you know yeah, like dude i yeah. want to show everybody this sounds so good right now but then when you take your time and you're like really meticulous with you know your words and how things flow it just works out better in the long run and then oh for sure dude it just builds up to 
really like more of a perfect song that you wanted rather than like a half-assed type deal that no, you yeah, and we have literally examples of that so the first song i wrote um not the first song so one of the first songs i wrote for our first record which was we started writing that record in like 2017 and it didn't even come out for years after that Damn. um i sent everybody a song the first song i sent everybody i was like hey what do you think about this as you know one of the songs they're like oh yeah that's sick that's sick uh-huh. i literally couldn't finish the song i couldn't find out how to finish it so it didn't even go on the first record and uh-huh. it was like the first song i wrote for it and then we ended up finishing it years later and we put it on not years later but like a, a year after the ep or the album dropped and then we put it on our the ep that followed the album Oh. So it's like I had the song written, but I didn't have all the lyrics quite worked out. And so instead of just like finding random stuff to put on it, mm-hmm. we like stopped, paused it, took the time to finish the words like the appropriate way, the way that was gonna make them best, and then just put it on a, a future project. So nice. yeah, and there was again, there was another song that was written for the first record that didn't make the record, it didn't make the second EP, but it's on our second record that we just finished recording. So we definitely wait, like we wait for these songs nice. to be perfect. No, that's super. Yeah, that's super smart. I like that because yeah, the songs I listen to, very very good. Uh, so that song, the one, the first one I mentioned, it almost got like five hundred thousand. How does yeah. that? How does that happen from Dude. the local? Because you guys just started in what twenty twenty one or twenty. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when the the band Down Again name was we, born. But okay, we've been together as a group since way before that. We started writing you know for down again in 2017 just didn't uh-huh. drop that record but um so like dude the market like band life has changed for, for every band and i feel bad because there's still bands that are pursuing the old ways so it's like back in 2006 you post a song on myspace everybody reposts <laughs> it or shares it right you're famous you're on tour you're doing all this stuff dude there's so many bands now that people just don't share music like that like there's yeah. the off band like the off chance where like you're just super good and then everybody shares it but we're not claiming to be like the you know the yeah. best band ever, but right, right. we still believe that there's a large number of people that would like us. You just gotta get the music to them. So today's day and age, man, like if you're not advertising yourself, like the power of social media. Yeah, dude, social media. You need to advertise yourself on social media. Like you damn near need to be an internet band, yeah, as opposed to being a real band, because that's how people get their music now. Like. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got Can't Make This Right up to, you know, 500,000 streams by, by just advertising. Like, hey, like, we're this band, you know, like, we think you guys will like this song. And it's the only thing that works today. I mean, unless you're like a, like, world-class beast, talent yeah. beast, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I ain't no world-class talent, bro. <laughs> I don't know, so maybe you are. It's uh, But yeah, man, so many bands, they still cling to the old way. So they think, like, going on tour, doing all this stuff is the best way to, like, promote themselves. And it's like, if you're only playing to 20 people out of per stop like you're just you're yeah. not gonna get yourself in a not reaching pay. that much people no dude you pay like 80 bucks on instagram it show, they'll show it to a thousand people you know what yeah, i mean or yeah. whatever it is so it's like and like once they hear it, they're like oh this is a great song it's just yeah. getting that reach rather because yeah. you're not really paying for somebody to get the views it's like getting that reach for people yeah. to actually exactly be able to see your music or listen to your music mm-hmm. and then branch out from there yeah social media helps you like like introduce yourself to people and then they still have to go to your spotify and play the song or do your you know, website and buy the album but yeah social media is the only way to do it now this day and age free advertising yeah. yeah yeah i mean there's songs that aren't even that good that good like millions of views <laughs> oh seriously dude yeah. yeah yeah but yeah that's amazing so down again the band of the century battle of the bands <laughs> against uh sunspear <laughs> no, I don't want to battle. I just want to play with them. No they trying to create some beef right now. No, no <laughs> battle. I just want to play with the homies. Right. So, um, you guys do live shows? Yeah, yeah. We just um, we do them as much as we can. It's it is difficult because there was a while where the pandemic was going on and like you couldn't play anywhere. So um, we played uh, some acoustic shows, which is really cool. We actually did a a live studio recording, so we filmed two songs live in the studio. And posted those because that was the closest we can get to playing live. Mm-hmm. But we played in San Francisco. And we were just our most recent show was at a place called the X Bar in Cupertino, which is super sick. It's like it was like a legit legit venue, like off the side of this bowling alley. You have to like go in the bowling alley to get into it, so it's kind of weird. Huh. But this, the venue is so sick, dude. They got like stage lights and all kinds of legit stuff. So oh yeah, yeah. I will say it's like it's scary to be doing your shows outside of your local like outside of town mm-hmm. but it's like everybody in town already knows you so there's not really a purpose to like yeah you know play here yeah yeah so if you play out outside of the city you can get more reach that way no for sure that's kind of a bummer it's like if we were to play you know local shows in reading it's like how many can you play yeah you know what i mean before people yeah. 
stop coming. So yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, you play like three shows. Everyone's heard every song at that point. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, that's enough, guys. Thanks. It's like no more. Wow. Hey, I I uh, I stopped by this place called Save Mart and I got us some drinks. Uh, I'm gonna let you choose first. I got two drinks right here. Orchata. Oh, you call him a nemesis. Yeah. yeah. You're, are you Mexican? <laughs> yes. He said Garcia. Lucas Garcia, <laughs> fool. I know I look. I'm a, people ask me, what kind of Mexican are you? I say, I'm the Italian kind. Oh, yeah. He's a hybrid. <laughs> hybrid. Hybrid. Your flag is backwards. Uh, or we got raspberry lemonade. I'm taking this raspberry lemonade. Bro. Oh, he's going. Because this will probably give you the gases. Oh, bro, I'll be farting on the pod. Looks like you, be dang, me and you are stuck with horchata. <laughs> you guys are stuck with it. Actually, I love horchata. Horchata is like beer right now. But mixing it with alcohol is kind of gross. Huh? Like Marty, kinda... Oh, it's good. I live around the corner, too, by the way. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I dude. thought you had to drive across town It or took something. me, like, literally three minutes and 30 seconds to get here. I'll save Mars horchata, though. Like, it's different, Try huh? That's it. good. The thing with horchata is it's basically just cinnamon toast crunch milk. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. It's, it's just like the it's weird, milk. like drinking like there's nothing. I feel like it's horrible, but like I hate like a burrito with a horchata. Because sometimes people will, like put too much cinnamon in it and kind of yeah, throws it yeah. off. But you got to get that healthy balance. Yeah, it's funny to see my people drinking that like while eating a burrito. It's like that's that's not the combination, bro. Is it? Like, What's the combination then? It's just like I feel like it's dessert, dude. Oh, like, is it it? Ain't, like the know, savory and sweet don't go well, huh? Not, not for me, man. Not that. for me. I'm Asian, so I'm like boba tea is all. You know, that's how I feel with, like soda and like hamburgers, though. I don't really like drinking soda oh, and stuff. The combo, huh? I rather drink like water with dude, my that's meal. The, that's the dream team. We talking about soda and burgers. The cool thing about Save Mart is like that, they have like a juicer and they just juice it right there. Yeah, like they dude, ju- juice it every day. That Save Mart is high class, bro. Yeah. I feel like I need to wear like a polo shirt when I'm walking <laughs> in there or something, dude. Like khaki pants, bro. You do. I think the you get a discount. Discount. <laughs> <laughs> 10% <laughs> off. Or a golf shirt. That's yeah. Funny. They're like, oh shit, this guy means business. Give him a discount. 50% off. <laughs> 50%? Uh, so we we're talking about the band. Yes. What else can we talk about about the band? What do you got, Koi? <laughs> I don't really got that much, but go, 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 go look up their music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty dope. Look us up uh, down again on Spotify, man. There's links in my social media, our Instagram account. You can find all that music over there. It's great stuff. I'm going to play it on the, the pod for sure. You can and play as much as you want. We have yeah. music videos, like five music videos or something online. You can play any clips you want. Yeah, remember you showed me one of the music videos. It looked pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, the one I showed you. That was uh, that was actually our last music video. Um, for um, what was that song? I'm blowing it right now. Saboteur. Sorry, mm. it's called Saboteur. Uh, that music video was sick. So we rented this warehouse, and then we had to build the set. So it's like because it's just a blank warehouse. It doesn't look cool. So I ended up building these walls out of like just two by fours and we draped plastic over the walls that's a whole project in itself yeah dude we we hung chains from the roof then we sprayed paint like splattered paint all over the walls and like the music video looked like a like a murder scene you know like a murderer like lay plastic on everything yeah yeah. so that's what the the set looked like right so it looked so sick but uh in that music video we we went all out we had like a makeup crew and everything like that so this like lady put like eyeliner on us to like black out our eyes for the music video and then she left before we finished shooting and she was supposed to take it off of us so like we had like like, later yeah so we had a bunch of dudes with like like blacked out eyes and we had no idea how to take this off so we just had like wet paper towels and i was just like scrubbing this like professional makeup off my face trying to take it off you and i we got it off but like the next day like i literally had like scabs under my eyes from rubbing so i like went to work and people i'm like a contractor and yeah. people were like, oh, how'd you get those scabs? And I had to like, I was like, oh, I was rubbing makeup off my eyes. Yeah. Like, I saw looking at you. Hello, Seriously, I'm on a job site with like, you know, $500 worth of wood, all my tools out. And they're like, what's wrong with your eyes, bro? I'm like, oh, yeah. it's makeup. I had to- embarrassing. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're going to find a new guy. <laughs> you know? I, was like, I don't know if you're cut out for the job, man. Right. That's funny. Man, that's funny. Oh, let's talk about that. So you have your business. Uh, you do like a, a termite? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called a termite and dry rot solutions. Um, it. it when you do, it's basically just termite control, but California gives like termite control people like a separate license. Mm. Um, and what that license means is you can spray for termites. Uh, you can spray for like other bugs like beetles and carpenter ants, but you can only spray for bugs that are going to eat a house. So I can't spray for like household ants, Dang. which is dumb, but I can spray for carpenter ants, which mm-hmm. is like 
you know, it's pretty much like the chemical is going to kill any ant, but yeah. I can't, I can't spray for household ants. Yeah. Um, but the other side of it is construction. So the license lets me fix anything that, you know, bugs ate mm. um, or dry rot. So dry rot's like when uh, too much water gets on the wood and causes a fungus to grow on the wood. And so the fungus is a living organism. So we're allowed to like, you know, spray for fungus or repair any fungus damage. So it's a lot under one hat. That's interesting. So you kill bugs. Yes, like not all bugs. I cannot kill your roaches, but I can kill your termites. Uh, well, what do those bugs ever do to you, dude? <laughs> I, dude, I feel, I feel like karma is gonna get me because yeah. I have murdered millions. Imagine of these they're guys. all just piling up right now, getting their resources, and they're just like surrounding your house, dude. They, no, they <laughs> are, bro. They are surrounding my house. I was in my backyard and I picked up a stone in the middle of my backyard. No, I've seen that video you posted, dude. A whole ass colony under the oh. stone. I was like, oh, they're coming for me, <laughs> yeah. dude. They know. It's like they know where I live. You killed my dad. I killed like <laughs> generations of those people, yeah. dude. My cousin, my frunkle. <laughs> and the, the, <laughs> dude, the chemicals that kill them are brutal, bro. It it doesn't just like you know slow kill them. It like stops this thing in their stomach from digesting food. So they eat a bunch of food they can't digest it, and they just he said it's like die. Roundup. Dude, it's horrible. But more intense. Or another chemical that I use it stops them from molting, so they don't like shed their skin. So they just like oh. they like keep growing, and they don't shed their skin. They just like get crushed to death in their own little bodies, bro. It's like a what? horrible thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, like not even a nice way to kill them. Yeah, that's like squishing them would be better than like them just being crushed to it's death. Like torture, in their bodies. It's torture. Yeah, yeah that, it really is. That's like never mind. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, what do those bugs ever do to you? Uh, what, what's the craziest? So you go like under people's houses and stuff. Yep. What's the craziest incident you had with any creature? Because I, I remember seeing a video. There's like a skunk. Or something. Yeah, that was just recently a skunk. Probably the craziest thing though um, is I went under one house in Palisadro, uh, and I, I think I counted. I have a video of it somewhere. There was like twenty something dead animals. Like dead cats under this house, Damn, man. Cats. Yeah, it was like no. like this to the cat graveyard. Um, no, that was the craziest thing here. The worst one before that, because um, I did turn my control when I lived in the Bay Area too. Me and my coworker at the time we went under her house, and dude, there's it's just littered with dead animals. I don't even know how much like just dead animals everywhere. It's in, a in graveyard, poop, huh? And like in all kinds of poop under the house, and we're like, yeah, we are not going under this house. And so then that homeowner, like, okay, a couple weeks go by. He calls us, like, is there anybody that you know that can get that stuff out? Because I can't find anybody. So me and my coworker looked at each other, like, we'll do it. So we ended up charging him, like, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And we went into there with rakes, and we just, like, putting it in, like, buckets. And, like, the smell was probably. Dude. You guys we, wore a mask and stuff. Oh, but yeah. Still, we huh? were suited up, bro. We, just, like, just looking at it. It was disc- We filled black, like, giant black garbage bags, like, three of them full of just, like, dead animals and oh, poop. Oh, damn. And this house had, like, plastic laid underneath it mm-hmm. and there was like a dead cat or a dead possum or something underneath the plastic so when we lifted up the plastic it was all juicy dude it was like super, how the bugs were probably like yeah like it, worms huh? crawling out of it so we had to throw it in this bag and bag it up but how nasty that's there's some money you made there bro yeah it's the worst thing ever but then what you just throw them in the trash <laughs> like, yeah we just put them in like tied the bags up and took it to the dump oh, dude. No. <laughs> we just took it to the dump and tossed them that's so gross it's funny. They should have like a recycling for animals. <laughs> a recycling, like, <laughs> like, hey, you got dead creatures? Take it to this building. Yeah, reduce, here. reuse, recycle your cat. Yeah, we could use their eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> for like the next chia pet or something. I don't know. About to get canceled. All the animal activists about to. I know. Cancel you. I'm sure they died peacefully under the house. <laughs> yeah. What should we talk? Oh, let's go back to the band for sure. The band. So you you were saying making those music videos, like that's expensive, right? Music oh, dude, videos yes. and mastering, like going to. Do you guys go to like a studio and get that all squared away? Or yeah, so we we have a homie. Um, he he films our music videos. He's got his company, and he, there's no like like a place, right? So like he just has the company, the equipment. So you just pay him. We then we go rent a place. So we already got the you know the minimum fee is going to be like you know twelve hundred bucks minimum. Just to have the guy even film anything. Yeah. And then you rent the space. Now the space is going to be, there's no limit on how much the venue costs that you're renting. So it could be like $50 an hour. It could be $500 an hour. You know, it could be $100 a day. It could be free. You know, if you're lucky, we did one free one. 
um, because we like hiked our gear miles to this abandoned like decrepit hotel that was like falling apart. We set up all of our stuff in the hotel and filmed there. Yeah. So that one was free, but most of the time it's not. But um, then you got to pay for you know gear. Like, are you doing lighting? You know, you can bring in all this lighting. Are you setting up stuff? So, like minimum, the cheapest music video like we could even make is like three thousand. And then there's holy like, crap, that's no, way more than I expected. Yeah, and there's no cap to how much they could cost. So and that's on yeah. just on your guys' own budget, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's just us, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, nobody else there. And yeah, it adds up, man. Because like you know, the, then the albums, the albums are gonna cost like you know between five to ten grand for a record. And again, yeah. there's no cap on mm-hmm. how much it would cost. You could just spend as much time as you want on it, make it right. like $100,000. We're very fortunate that we've been able to record for like that five to 10 because most people are like 30, you know, for a record. So Dang. we've been, we found a guy, uh, Nick Lorcano, Thanks Studios. Um, you know, he, he records us at a great price uh, and we're super lucky for that. So like most people, it's like $30,000 for a record. So yeah. That's crazy. You guys ever thought about getting signed to like a record label? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. But you got to be like. There's pros and cons about it, though, huh? Yeah, super big pros and cons. Um, Biggest con is you don't own the music. Like they'll front you the money, but that's like for all the. Yeah. Sure. There's so many different ways. You you know, your deal with them could be worked out a hundred thousand different ways. Most of the time, like you'll own like the create, like you own the song, but you don't own the recording. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of bands that like re-record their records because a label will own some of their albums. Like there's a couple bands that I love where like you go to their tours, they don't even have their first couple CDs for sale because they don't own those CDs. Like mm-hmm. the label owns them. So they can't even sell them anymore. Oh. Cause like still they say they left the label. Yeah. They can't even sell those CDs. So that's like where like I get really worried. Cause like I want to own like the music from top to bottom. I want to own the recording, mm-hmm. But the label helps you so much because so they, much. They, they put that music out there for you yeah. and get you like millions of fans. So, so um, it's like yeah. tempting, but you think about the end result like afterwards. Yeah, yeah especially because you hear all these other artists doing it by themselves. And it's like they make it seem easy, but it's really not. Oh, dude, it's not easy. I mean, if you got the skills and you're doing the type of music where you can record it yourself, then do it. But yeah. dude, I look take one look at Garage Man. I'm like, this ain't for me, dude. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need somebody else to do this for me, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Ultimately, though, like where the band stands is a label would be better for sure. Like the exposure that we can get from a label mm-hmm. is better than, you know, us, you know, owning the recording. Because if, yeah. if something happened in the future and yeah. we had to re-record an album, it would only cost us a couple grand. So we'll just do it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like if we absolutely had to. Unless there's this crazy clause in like the contract that you're signing, you know? Yeah, there, there might be. You never know. You, you never just, know. Yeah, they'd be yeah. send you like 50 pages. You're like, who's going to read that? So they'd be like, if you ever leave us, we get both your kids. Like, <laughs> some weird Your song. soul is ours. Yeah. <laughs> and your toe. Only your toes. And your skateboard. <laughs> they just think You can everybody. never skate again if yeah. you leave this label. <laughs> wow. Break. Today's episode is also sponsored by termites and dry rot solutions inc have those bugs been bugging you specifically termites those termites are eating away at your house you don't want your house to fall apart you don't want them eating your half pipe you don't want them eating your your skateboard any type of wood you don't want those things in your house he is ready to get down and dirty He'll go underneath your house. He'll go above your house. He'll go above and beyond to get the job done. And that is our sponsor, Termites and Dry Rot Solutions, Inc. Thanks for sponsoring this pod. And back to the show. I do want to mention we are doing a giveaway here soon. And uh, we don't know exactly what the plan is, but we do have some boards. Yep. You want us to show everybody? Yeah, let's show the, let's right. show the boards. Right. We're going to do a couple. First board in the giveaway is... Aww. Mr. Ray's Board Shop. So, the little little uh, fun fact. This was actually the first one of this like design to leave the shop what? so it's one of it's not the first one to be skated it's just the first one to be purchased it's funny too because i showed up like 10 minutes after yeah you, you missed it boy <laughs> i got her so this board is gonna go away in a giveaway so good shape though tricks oh. tricks not included yeah tricks not included <laughs> Coley said. can you help me frankie yeah 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 I'll so hold on up. for this giveaway we're gonna have one winner but some options 
So, Those are good. So these boards are good shapes too. So the winner of this giveaway, and we're gonna figure out the details later. You get to pick which one of these boards you want. Okay, you can get one of Ray's board shop boards or one of my band's merch boards. So we got uh, three models available here. I don't know if I'm in front of the camera. So we'll figure out the details of the giveaway. Yeah. Uh, let you guys pick the board. The Ray, I think the Ray's board shop board is gonna skate better. This Koi's, shape's pretty nice though. I'll honestly skate this. What size is this? All right, eight two five. The goat has spoken he has spoken <laughs> he has touched it also so once you if you get that board you're getting heel flips for sure like it's not flat like it's perfect concave not Sick. too steep not too flat so they probably all skate good um i know so the raised board shot board is 825 these are all 825s actually so if you get the raised board shot board if that's the one you want ray said that you can take it in and trade it for a different size if you like a better size but yeah. 825 is gold for me mm-hmm. one of the band boards that's the the eighty five that you get what you get. So yeah, the shape's good though on the uh, the other boards. So Corey has spoken. The God has spoken. Once That's how you gotta know. Are good. The shapes are good. Just skate it. Fakey three sixty inward heel flip. They must yeah. be good. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you could always just hang it up on the wall. Like true. Make true. a little cool design like I have here. Make your own podcast after that too, and we'll have like a podcast war. Yeah, <laughs> battle of the podcast. Battle of the podcast. I don't know how that'll work, but. It'll work, I guess. Yeah. Just two podcasts just talking <laughs> mad crap about yeah. each other. Just internet beef. Yeah. we That'd make us pop, huh? We should start some beef with other podcasts. You know, I'll start a fake podcast if y'all want to beef about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just like call something different. Like, like Just get hella people to hate gang. you. No, Munch Kane. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like lunch gang. No, it'll be lunch gang. Yeah. That'll be the new... The, it would just ward out, dude. Yeah. That'd be great. A little, sp- you, a little spinoff. I'll send you guys like like chocolate laxatives, but like from like a fake fan and get you guys to eat it on the pod. Oh yeah. Make your own chocolate and just mix it with laxatives, just shit in your <laughs> pants. <laughs> That'd be cold blooded. Cold blooded. But cold blooded, hot budded. <laughs> we don't need to war. <laughs> budded, get it? Hot budded. <laughs> no. Okay, cause you'd be shit in your pants if you Damn. take the laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> He said, what were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're doing, like, important stuff. Yeah, important stuff. We got to give away. Look out for that. Yeah, we really don't know what we're doing, but we will have a plan by the time this gets out. Oh, for sure. By the end of this video, bro, we're going to have, like, it dialed in. Dialed in. Um, But, yeah, we got three boards. And I will say, Ray's Board Shop's new graphic is beautiful. Dude. Shout out, Ray's Board Shop. It, like, reminds me of... Back in the day, like when everything was all graffiti stuff. Yes, you know what I dude. Mean? I was telling him, man, like, so my like first pro board was an almost round three mm. board. Um, I've had you know like a hundred skateboards before that. But that was my first like real board, and it was like a the scene was like a like a boxing ring. It was like Rodney Mullen and somebody else like boxing, and it was like it had the isn't Rodney Mullen like graffiti on it or something yeah, like yeah. that over the top. It was like with the dripping paint, and like mm-hmm. dude, seeing this board just brought me back to being that little kid getting that first board with the dripping paint on it dude it was so sick that's sick yeah let's talk about your skateboarding right let um how long you been skateboarding since 1999 baby really you remember the year not like the age no i remember the year because um i was literally like four to five years i was like four or five at that time i can't remember what month it was depending on what month is is how old i was but uh uh my mom um had a friend whose son was much older than me that skated and he was always skating outside and I always wanted to skate and so my mom brought me home this board from Walmart with like a shark wearing sunglasses on it. Oh, that's radical. So, dude. dude, rad, rad, bro. Like the shark was surfing, which was just made me feel even cooler. So yeah. just had that board and then uh my mom's friend's son, you know, taught me the ropes. Like I was doing like a like the moon, little moonwalks, you know, where you're like just like oh penguin, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, he taught me how to ollie, which w- wasn't clicking at first, but 1999, bro. Wow, how, what year were you born, Koi? 97. Damn, Koi is only two years two old. Years old. He's well, smoke me at skating <laughs> yeah. too, dude. He only needs two years. So that, <laughs> 23 years of skating, or 24 years of skating. I ain't got nothing on Koi, dude. Hey, once you hit that first ollie, though, like hooked you from there, huh? Oh, for sure. I remember. Uh, I used to hold on to the back of the couch. Like, I feel like everyone did oh, at one yeah, point. Dude. Hold and the table and like try to ollie. That's yeah. the best way, man. I had a homie telling me like, if you can ollie standing still, you can ollie while rolling. And I was like, there's mm-hmm. no way I can't ollie while rolling. Yeah. And I just did it one time, and I was like, I can ollie while <laughs> rolling. <laughs> this felt like, so good afterwards. I am pro. He's pro. Sponsored <laughs> this pro. guy. <laughs> Dang. So ollie, huh? How long do you think <laughs> it took you to learn how to ollie? 
uh, that was pretty quick actually. It just from there though, I was like really stagnant, like because I had nobody else to teach me anything else after that. Um, not yeah. just anyone that would like hang out with me. Like there was a some I had like some neighbor friends that skated, but they were like way older than me too, so like they wouldn't like teach me anything. It was so. t- kind of intimidating, huh? Because oh, they're yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. So like I would see them skating, and again, so I, I was like five, and they were like in like you know fifth grade. So I was like. I'm just not gonna run out there, you know, a little kindergartner, go mm-hmm. play with the fifth graders. Just watching um, them mostly, huh? Oh, for sure. So I'd watch them from my window, and then as soon as they were like done skating, then I would go outside and skate. And I'd like secretly hope that they would like come back out and skate with yeah. me. But like, I was always way too intimidated to to go out and actually skate with them. But yeah, I was, I was dude, I was just the ollie guy until like fifth grade when I learned learned kickflips, and then where was this at the time where when you're that living? That was the Bay Area. I lived in Antioch, California. Gang, gang. nine two five, baby. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> it's real hood out there. Nobody so. wants to represent any other. <laughs> no, dude. Are there are people who do, but you don't want to be friends yeah. with them. That's kind of next to like Pittsburgh, huh? Oh, right next door. Yeah. Neighbors, baby. Damn, definitely yeah. Steelers over there. <laughs> For sure, that's dude. different Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you will get yourself stolen over there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, you took me. I remember like. Like being obsessed with skating, but like just being the ollie and shove it guy for like years, and then once I learned that kickflip, it was over, dude. I felt like all of a sudden, like I could start moving my feet. And no, the first flip trick you landed, like you're like so stoked, and you're like, oh, super. How do you flip? Yeah. Once you landed, you're like, damn. So you you learned kickflip before heel flip. You were a kickflip. Yeah, guy? heel flipping's freaking weird, dude. I still could barely heel flip. Yeah, dude. heel flip's yeah. gnarly, right? I don't even do it right when I heel flip. I still use my toes. So I was like, what? I'll have like my toes. Like a soccer kick? Yeah. That's so like I'll pop and I'll use like my toes and then the ball of my foot and push that like pocket to get a flip. I don't actually use my heel at all because I do not know how to do it, dude. Technically, you still kick flip, but it just flips the other way. And then my, <laughs> and my board, like it'll rotate like on the tail. Like it doesn't actually level out. Uh, so I just like spin on the tail. That's yeah, so I hate heel flips. It doesn't leave the ground. No. I'll get it though. I'll get it in the game of skate too. Yeah, Corey. Oh, you want to Lucas challenge? Lucas is the next no, contender. No, 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 no. We'll I'm, film I'm it. just saying. Like, you see that video I posted on Much Gang? <laughs> Who can beat Koi Se Chow? Are you the next contender? I thought that was like a joke because nobody can beat Koi. Oh, dude. it is. It's like an oxymoron. Now, a couple <laughs> people in the local scene beat me beat me before, but it's kind of a little fun video we made. So. That's so yeah. sick. Corey, you can compete with like real deal skaters, dude. Like, yeah. Some of the homies, though, they got tricks I can't do, but it's fun, though. Well, you, like, I'll know. get you on that primo. I'll flip it to Primo again, and then I'll flip no. it out. <laughs> he said, Rodney Mullen, it's over. I told you I had a Rodney Mullen day, yeah. dude. I'm, like, talking super hot in this mic. My bad. No, it's all good. Clipping all over the place. Um, I, I can be coy, but uh, that's not that's not the question. <laughs> yeah, we ain't talking about you here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a filmer. Frankie taught me everything I know. That's what happens. Yeah. What what? Skate is such a weird thing, but, yeah. Anybody out there wants to challenge coy, he's ready. <laughs> if you beat Koi, I'll buy you a board. Yeah. Everyone's about to hit you up. Yeah, like, I'm not even kidding. You got to film it, though. Don't just be coming at me oh, like, yeah. oh, I promise I beat it. That's no, funny. you got to have it documented. I'll buy you a board if you can beat Koi. Yeah, you know what we say? No footy, no proof. No proof, baby. You heard Lucas. That's a challenge. So yeah, it's all out there. Yeah. So from when le- learning your first kickflip, how did that evolve into like progressing way more? Did you ever start like filming with a crew or anything oh, like dude. that? LTC, that L- was the name of my crew, bro. What's LTC? LTC, so it was uh, this, this homie named Taylor, this other homie named Chris, and then myself, Lucas, so we called it like LTC, oh. bro. We'd spray paint it on our boards, man, but uh, yeah, it, it got, it, once you do the kickflip, it just feels so real, man. Like, all of a sudden, it's like you feel like you can do anything, you feel like you're a real skater. You all those like, tries, and then you finally land one, yeah, and it like, yeah. fit, feels yeah. hella good. Exactly, and you feel like you have something to show people, too, and hilariously, like the first kickflip I ever landed, like my dad saw me do it, too. Damn. It's like my dad... Like skateboarding is like, oh yeah, whatever. My kid just goes rise that piece mm-hmm. of wood. And I was outside trying kickflips for years. Like it was years of trying kickflips. And then one day he was getting home from work, and I was still outside trying it. And I got the first one like right as he was pulling up. And he's Dude. like, he rolled down the windows like, now that was cool. And I was like, oh my dad, <laughs> getting praise cool. from your dad, dude. Yeah, that bro. must be nice. Oh seriously, yeah. Dude, Some was, people don't even have a dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was super lucky though because my dad actually. He bought me like a kicker ramp, a flat bar, a fun box, a quarter pipe. Was it the plastic kicker ramp that yeah. moves? Oh, no, no, no. We had like the razor ones were fresh terrible. Park. 
Oh, those razor. Oh, you ones? had the legit one then. I, yeah, I had the, the razor legit. ones were like death for every kid that had yeah, one. Yeah, but that's that's like right of passage. You gotta get one of those. Like, oh, if you yeah. don't eat it, because like the bottom would like lip up too, yeah. right? So your wheels would hit it, and it would just push the. How many kids around. freaking ate shit off those razor little kickers? I know. Street. I personally know like ten. Like my whole squad yeah. got broke off on that. Especially on a bike too, because it moves and then. Especially back Scorpion. in the back in the day too, like the smalls are so much, or the smalls, the wheels, the wheels are so much smaller. Bro, I would, ain't no way you're making it over that. Dude, thing. I would bum wheels from anybody I could. They would be like fifty millimeter, forty nine or something. They'd be worn down to like just a like a couple of bearing like, cover, huh? Dude, barely covering the bearings, bro. You'd be riding yeah. low riders out there in the nine two five, dude. Damn. Ain't no wheel bike because you don't have wheels. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Bearing but, bike. Seriously, but yeah, I was super lucky. Like, because the, the kick ramp was legit, like, folded up. So it was like 18 inches tall. Like, just launch you, dude. I used to build an Ollie over, like, like one of those, like, sidewalk, like, trash cans, like mm-hmm. the big green ones, like, oh, off yeah. that kick ramp. And the quarter pipe was four feet tall, super legit, plastic metal coping. And the fun box, again, super legit, plastic metal coping, um, like, metal framed. And it had different, like, heights so you can, like, raise it and lower it. And the flat bar can like go up and down too. Oh so. yeah, so you had like a legit little setup then, huh? Yeah, I was super lucky. So I have no excuse to not be as good as Koi, but uh, I'm still not there. None of us do. I, dude, <laughs> I had every. This episode is not about me; it's about Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I had every opportunity to become a shredder, and I just like I really cling to the quarter pipe though, uh, and I was like I really love that, but like mm-hmm. I could have been like ledge king, bro, but just didn't happen. Could have been. Skating's hella diverse though, because you could be good at your strengths are like in like one area, and then. Like, for me, I'm, like, more, like, technical and, like, flat ground. But transition, I don't really care too much about it. It's just yeah. kind of gnarly. Dude, I'm the exact opposite. I mean, I'm so... That's what's cool about skating, though. Like, everyone's, like, good at, some like, a certain... Something, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, too. Is like, at least a skater, like, if I see a guy do, like, a fat, like, you know, kickflip indie in a bowl, like, super sick. And, mm-hmm. Or you see a guy do, like, a switch kickflip back tail, you know, shove out. It's, like, I get it that, like, if to it average person like the big you know indie frontside air in the bowl yeah. probably looks cooler but dude that switch kickflip like back tail it's like, like equally so difficult hard. but it's just different like oh difficulty so difficult so yeah. much more technical or at least to me like you know when you see tony hawk or somebody like air out of a vert ramp and it, to you you're just like oh once you get it down it flows and it's just gonna become easier so but you actually the, like think about trying to like hell no yeah but then you stand on top of the the <laughs> ramp yeah, you're like dude. no dude i've been in the air over the keyhole like going backside like i'll launch in the air i'll grab nose grab it'll look like i'm coming back in mm-hmm. i will not come back in dude i will kick that board out yeah. every time it's just bro. scary because you're above coping so like so many things could happen yeah yeah and i don't i don't know i'm too cool for a helmet i guess or else like but I feel it, like the helmet throws off your like balance, huh? Yeah, or at least for me it does. For from me. just like skating in the local contest, like having to wear a helmet, kind of, yeah. I don't know, it feels weird. Yeah, just the whole setup, man. Like all tight on your chin yeah. and your head's all feeling weird. Some skate parks too, they make you wear a helmet. Oh yeah, growing it's understandable up. though, because like liability, you know, you yeah, don't want to sure. smack your head. But, but it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and it like I feel like it messes with your peripherals sometimes, or you just worried about it falling off, or it's too it's tight. Still weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like now I'm worried. There's like one more thing to be worried about, mm-hmm. and then like pads, like you really oh. are limited. Like when I'm wearing like knee pads, I will wear them if I'm mm-hmm. skating, like the, you know, trying something new. But it's like for the most part, it's like they actually are restricted. I'm like, golly, it's like yeah. this is killing me, dude. Because depending on how tight you put them on, huh? Yeah, and if you don't put it on tight enough, it just it's slides like sliding down. around. Damn. So we're talking about when you're kids. I I, I want to say it's very important to have those friends that like you compete with, right? Mm-hmm. So those. The LTC, your friends, yeah. were they, like, progressing just as fast as you were? No, really sad. Um, I love everybody, but actually, like, my skateboarding was, like, super high and then just dropped off. Because, like, I ended up moving away. So, like, you know, crew's done, no more crew. Uh, so I moved away. And then I still had some new skate friends, you know, when I got to high school. But I was, um, you know, quite far, you know, ahead of them. So skating was still fun. You know, mm-hmm. we could go around and skate. At that time, I was just kind of skating for fun. I wasn't really, you know, progressing. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone stopped skating, you know, as we got to high school. But I was like, dude, I'm trying to skate every day. Like, what's going on? So then I got, like, real, like, loner skate, which is really sad. Like That's what happens, though. Like, once high school hits, a lot of people, like, phase out. Dude, yeah, that's where you get to see who's going to stay or leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know who's in it to win it if they, like, stick through it. But, yeah, uh, yeah all, all the homies quit. I mean, I still love all my friends to death. It's just they stopped skating. So, and then I, I moved away from that original crew. And there was a local park. That was built by my house, which was popping for a couple months. So I met some new skaters, but they only ever skated there. Like, they never left out. Mm-hmm. And then that park, like, just dropped off. Like, I went to that park, like, every day for 
years. The park in Antioch? No, this one would have been in Oakley. So I moved out of Antioch to mm-hmm. this town called Oakley. And they what, while I was living there, they, they built a skate park. It's just a mini ramp, mm-hmm. a fun box, and a rainbow rail. Like, that's it. Simple, but something to skate. <sighs> no, for sure. And then there was a lot of people there at first. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm skating, learning more. And then after a while, I'm telling you, I skated by myself like a couple times a week for years. Like nobody, mm-hmm. not a single soul ever showed up there. And then I just got tired of skating by myself. So then I just yeah. like kind of stopped for a little bit, which was real sad. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really jump back into skateboarding until – Caldwell's built to be honest with you guys, like. Because I remember yeah. back like a couple years ago, you see you at Ando. Yeah, I would go there as much as I can or could, but like, mm-hmm. I was just like so far removed from like where I wanted to be with skating. Where like, Ando was fun, but um, I really wanted to skate like big bowls and stuff like that. And it mm-hmm. just wasn't. Six foot was too baby, huh? Also, the setup, like I like to carve around the layout, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. I don't want to be like put into a corner. I want to be able to just flow the yeah. bowl over and over and over again. And it. it and it was awesome for what it is, mm-hmm. for sure. But it, was, it literally wasn't until Caldwell was built to where I started skating, like, regularly again. Yeah. Because when Anderson, I would go there, like, once every, you know, month or so, once every mm-hmm. couple months, so. Because I remember seeing you out there, and then all of a sudden, when the Caldwell expansion got yeah. done built, and that's when I started seeing you more. Yeah, and that's when I, like, it's crazy, because I first got to Caldwell. I knew, like, there was a time when I could have skated that, you know, China Bank or whatever, but, like, I didn't mm-hmm. even drop in on it for, like, a months yeah and then once i dropped in i was like okay i'm back and then i just started like pushing myself again yeah you came back strong i did i had you're to. killing it i man. had to come back man you're all killing it over in like the i guess vert would you consider that's not no nah, it's just it's transition like, trans, yeah. yeah transition then you're also killing it on the street side which is i feel bad for myself because like i used to be so much better at street and then i also used to be not this is the best i've ever been at, at bull skating but like I just can't devote all my t- time to both of them. It sucks, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I, there's like there was a time when like you know like a hard flip and tray flip and nollie yeah. tray flip and switch heel flip, switch kick flip, all this stuff. And it's like I'm lucky to get like kick flip, tray flip, heel flip. I still got switch heel flip, so like that's mm-hmm. my one thing I got. But all the other switch stuff is gone. <laughs> like that's cool about skateboarding though, because no matter how good you are in like a certain aspect of like what how your style is now, yeah, you can always like progress. Oh, for sure. So for it's like sure. infinite challenge. And Dude, something that I've been thinking about, too, is, like, tell me what you guys think. Like, like being, like, fit and healthy is, like, becoming like really popular in skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Nigel Houston and, and Zion, and they're all, like, doing squats and stuff all yeah, the time. Bro. Like, rod and all it's essential, yeah, though, because, like, our, our, like, lower body, our mm-hmm. knees and ankles and stuff, like, gets beat up throughout For the years. Sure. But if you're staying in shape... I feel like you could skate, like, as long as you're not hucking yourself downstairs, mm-hmm. you can skate for a long time, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're in shape and you're good, your knees are good, bro, you can ledge skate, flat ground skate, A-frame skate, yeah. light bull skate for, like, a long time. So that's my goal is, like, just be healthy so I can skate as yeah. long as possible. Definitely. That's how I feel, too, nowadays. Just try yeah. to condition your body. Yeah. Well, dude, if I see, like, you know, 50-year-olds doing crazy workouts, I'm like, if you're a 50 year old doing that crazy workout, you can try to flip it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're out here deadlifting and squatting and jumping and all the ropes and stuff, like, you could try to flip an A frame. So it's like, just at least like, if you're a skater who's in shape who's 50, you could try to flip an A frame. So, yeah. Just gotta keep it up. Just gotta keep health it up. as well, though. Just gotta maintain your health and just gotta do what's, I don't know, just gotta do what's best for you. Yeah. It's true. Just don't jump off like twenty stairs and yeah, expect dude, to be alive after that. <laughs> no more stairs, dude. No more stairs. Yeah. Know your limits too. That's what's part of a like skateboarding. Just know like your limits. Because yeah, if you oversend something and you get hurt, it's like damn, you know. That's important. Yeah. Uh, you said your your bandmates also skateboard. Dude, too. all of us skate. So how Every did how did you meet them? At uh, the park or no, dude? That was just we just happened to all skate. It was just luck of the draw, bro. Um, so I worked. I was in one band that had moderate popularity in the Bay Area. Uh, the band broke up. I was in no band. And then me and the guy I worked with at the time, this was like, I was a senior working at this like little ice cream store. And then this guy said, hey, man, you should come you know, jam with me and my buddy. So then I went there and met Lenny, my singer, who instantly became like my best friend in the world. I swear to God, like, love that dude to death. And it's crazy because it's like, there's so many people in our lives that we mutually know. It's like, how did we not run into each other sooner? So, yeah. whatever. Dude, this beer's making me burp, man. But um, <laughs> we uh, we linked up in like 2012. And then me and him became such good friends that like, you know, that, and then we started a band um, with the guy that, uh, that introduced me to them. He was already a part of the band. Me and Lenny became so close that we literally kicked everybody else out of the band. I was like, screw you guys. Like, <laughs> You're like, we were starting like, this later. Yeah, we don't even need y'all. It's me and him. So then um, Lenny 
knew Alex from college and then said, hey, man, come try out for the band. And we met Alex, our bass player. And then it was just us three for the while. And then our drummer's name is also Alex. He is also a skater. So um, it's just luck of the draw, man. Yeah, when we tried him out, he skated too. So And you know, know when you meet a skater, you know like they're a hardworking dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like if you try kickflip for a couple hours, you're like, yeah, this guy got some perseverance. Especially that too. That's just like another mutual thing you guys have in common, like yeah. music and like skating. So mm-hmm. kind of helps is, out. That bond is there. You know? Oh, for sure. Which is why it's another reason why the band like, we push so hard to try to be present in the skate scene, which is why we have boards as merch and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, as much as we can do to like just promote skating, promote ourselves in skating, yeah, and then lift up skating. Cause it's like two communities right there. Yeah, and then we feel like kind of yeah. ties in together too, cause like skating and like music, you know. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Like our music isn't necessarily typical skate music, mm-hmm. but we don't care. Music and skateboarding is all yeah. all love. Yeah, it's like a form of art in like their own way. Yeah, but who's a uh, I want to start a fight between the band. Uh, who's the better skater? <laughs> That's me. That's me. No, I will say Lenny will probably beat me in a game of skate for sure on flat ground. He's got he skates flat ground a lot more than me, but um, just the bowl. I'm definitely the best in the bowl for sure. So who's second? Lenny. So Lenny second. Lenny be second. Right. Yeah, I'd say um, it's probably a tie on the Alex's. I don't know which one's better per se, but no shame. I mean, I mean, no shame, homie. They're like damn, it's, it's like that. <laughs> it's, it's it's so hard to categorize like who's better too, because everybody's good at their own thing. You yeah, know, like yeah. you said, you're better at the vert side, and maybe he's better at like manuals or something. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. well, Lenny will heel flip, like you know, like way higher. Like I tell you, my heel flips, the tail rolls on the ground. He said like, roly poly. Yeah, bro, <laughs> roly poly for sure. So he'll pop his heel flips way higher than me. He'll front shove anything. So uh, I ain't front shoving nothing. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean. So. That's a hard. Yeah. Koi knows I hate that trick. <laughs> Somebody does that to me in a game of skate, I'm like... He's not, it's not worth trying. Yeah. Might as well just barely heal, huh? I don't know why I never wanted to learn it, but it's just Dude, not my... I just I just learned him, like, how to get him consistently. I, like, throw my tail, like, down. It doesn't really make sense. Like, I don't, like, whip it behind me. Like, I just mm-hmm. focus on, like, popping this tail down, and I use my back foot and, like, like almost, like, push it, like, like that way, and then the board just does its thing. I land on it sometimes, and then I'm like, okay, we're gonna keep doing it like this. Flag on tail is tricky because so many tricks you gotta think about before trying. It's like sometimes it's not worth it, especially in skate. Yeah, because there's so many tricks you gotta pick and choose your battles. You yeah. know, like I'd rather do a cherry flip. That's what's cool though. <laughs> growing up, like playing skate with your friends, because you know what tricks you guys have and what tricks you don't. Yeah, so, you yeah. you be practicing tricks that you don't even like to do just because yeah, your homies. Yeah. yeah, it kind of forces you to try like the tricks you're not comfortable with. Though. No, it's like yeah. switch varial. This is the stupidest trick yeah. ever, but it gets me every time. Because so like you know your friends are gonna trick. throw it in the game of skate eventually, so you're like you just gotta be ready or double kick flip. <laughs> like, oh no. my god, yeah, I used to be the double kick flip guy. Um, <laughs> growing up though, bro, I you know skated before barracks, so there was no barracks rules when I was yeah. skating. It was primos, bonelesses, caspers, bro, <laughs> double flips, body barrels. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Dude, everything like kickflip sections, like just everything. Manual on flat. This <laughs> <laughs> crack to that crack already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna all eat so the funny. manhole cover. You manual from the manhole cover to the first blue dot or the yeah. white line on the street. And then throw a gang sign while you're manually. <laughs> yeah, you know? Okay, we're gonna bone this, but you use your left hand and in the air you have to switch back to your right hand. Just yeah. make up your own rules as make you play. Sure, make sure your pinky's up. <laughs> like, that was back in the good days, man. Super specific. Dude. So skateboarding is crazy how it brought everybody that we know together you know like it brought us together for sure yeah dude just a couple of dudes yeah. meet a hell of people through it and travel because of it too yeah that's, that's cool about it i will say the majority of my friend group is now skaters which i think is awesome so it's like mm-hmm. sadly you know the people you grow up with you love them um as you get busier they they just can't become a part of your life the way you know before so the fact that my band all skates mm-hmm. and then the guys i see at the skate park all skates yeah like the my, skate community yeah like my the people that i hang out with outside of family they're all skaters so it's like it's just like it's almost like a uh like two birds one stone like oh sweet i got homies yeah. and we can skate together yeah. right? i don't gotta like go you know to hang out with one homie who doesn't skate and then mm-hmm. go skate with a different homie because he doesn't you know what i mean it's like yeah like putting all the all the marbles in one bag it works out perfectly. For well, sure. Anyways, I got us a treat today. I think it's a good way to end the podcast. Yeah, we better end it quick because spicy. No, oh. I did bring sushi. Why <laughs> Boy, I that I got something better. Oh, sweet! What is that, dude? Lucas seen that wasabi. He said, "It's over." This is something that we will all enjoy. Mochi. Oh, donuts. Oh, dude. Look at that. Yeah, 
Yeah. New, new restaurant in or Lucas already knows. Huh? Would you consider that a restaurant or just like a donut it shop? It's a fine establishment. That is a Boba restaurant. Yeah. They were busy for like the first <clears throat> damn month, damn near. Michelin star, but I got mochi donuts and uh, I thought it was interesting. Oh, that's a hair. Um their drinks are bomb too. They yeah, their drinks are good. But they make they change their donuts every week, I believe. I think they have like like today these are the donuts they made, but next week they're gonna have a batch of like 10 different donuts it's like crumble but oh, oh my that. damn you got a gummy oh, freaking shark damn. on it they got like a shark one they got a bubble gum sweet lord i want that gummy shark and then they got i made sure to get four of the the shark ones and i don't know what that pink one is but here take grab one dude i'm grabbing this one koi that was dang Make i mean the shark first yeah slurp it up it's look little. at that that's crazy you ain't never seen a donut like that Mm. I never actually tried the donuts, but we'll see. It's like a bunch of little donut holes. I mean, I will be honest. This is typically less donut, <laughs> like a normal donut. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's probably extra good. Well, the thing with these is, I think, I don't know. This is just speculation. The texture, though, it's like not too Dude. doughy, but it's like perfect. This is good. Do chew in the mic. Let people know. No, some people hate it. <laughs> Uh, I could always edit it out. But no, the thing with these, I think they're called mochi donuts because, you know, they have mochi ice cream, which is like the round balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has ice cream in the inside, and then the outside is like a, like a, almost like a raw cookie dough texture. Or like a raw, no, not cookie, just raw dough texture. And just eat it like that. So that's why these donuts are shaped like balls. So it's like, that's why they call it mochi donuts. They're like, yeah, it's not like, it doesn't really taste like, you know, fluffy dough. It tastes like, it's almost like a little bit more of a chew to it, but it's mm-hmm. delicious. The, consist- the consistency. Bro, the Sour Patch Kid on mine. Yeah, Sour Patch Kid. i never seen a green shark before. This is the future. This is it. This is you so know what? Good. The Sour Patch is on the donut, so I'm going to eat them both at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm a fan of the, of the patch and the donut at the same time, but... The sour and savory, it? huh? It's, it's kind of like two different flavors. It works. Does it? Works a little bit. My first thought, you guys like Rocky Road? Because you get like, you like Rocky Road? Mm-hmm. No. Dude. You like Rocky stuff, Road? Bro. That's all the because... marshmallow and ice cream? Marshmallow is fine, but the texture of like the... What else is in there? Isn't like Some nuts almonds, in there? almonds, bro. Oh, almonds, yeah. Dang, I can't do it because you, you expect this soft texture from the ice cream, but then but you get this hard That's almond. the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what throws you off, huh? Yeah. You know when you get frozen yogurt and you put like gummy worms or like something like a candy and then mm-hmm. you put it on there and then the candy gets extra hard because the ice cream's super cold? You usually just get like chocolate though because the sour candy on the yogurt doesn't go well for me. Dude, the best combination for me is like the, you get the two colors, right? The swirl. And I'm the guy. I love gummy bears, bro. I don't care. I'm. 29 years old gummy bear it up bro mm-hmm. that's not for my kid that's for me gummy bears and then i'll throw in something else like butterfinger bro best of both worlds mm-hmm. no butterfinger's good holy shit that sour patch kid was, kid was good actually <laughs> i didn't i like the sour patch kid i don't know if i like it on the donut though that was a good combo but i'm i'll eat a sour patch kid and a donut like separately all day long i just i'm not holding them together what was your what, what what flavor did you have i think it was like strawberry or something Mm. Oh, I think it was strawberry cheesecake. Did it taste like that? It was good, though. All right. Well, that's a good way to end the pod. Best way to end the pod, bro. Best way to end a munch, a dinner, is with dessert. Uh, we got the local Luke Garcia. That's me. Check out their band. Yeah, the yep. band Down, Down Again. Again. Um, if you have termites, you want your animals getting rid of underneath <laughs> your house, uh, this is the man. <laughs> Yep, termite and dry um, rot solutions here in Chester County. And you go to the, the local skate park, you'll see him shredding there too. Yeah, but if you're going to hire me to work on your house, just know that professional me and skate park me are different people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll come to your house on a college trip. How you doing, sir? I'm Lucas. Nice to skate park. Though. It's good you clarified it because some people will probably just think the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, maybe some people want you to kickflip into the yard. Yeah, yeah. I'll kickflip over those termites. <laughs> yeah. They'll give you a 10% discount if you kickflip, maybe. Oh, like, I should do that. I'll give you a ten percent discount if you can kickflip. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Ten percent off. Just gotta know how to kickflip. <laughs> the <laughs> biggest thing I do for work though is inspections when you're buying a house. If anybody out there is buying or selling a house, you gotta get your property inspected before you list it. I'm the guy that inspects it. So yeah. give me a call. Hit them up. Hit them up. If your half pipe has termites, 
Hit him oh, up. Hit him up. Has that ever happened? <laughs> no. Uh, no, but I have treated like weird things like that, like like someone's boat one time that was on a trailer, like stored out in a what? yard. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll treat a half pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's if that if that's your thing, then uh, he can make it happen. But uh, any last words for you? Uh, yeah, just follow the band, man. We yeah. appreciate the support. Um, we're trying to branch out. You know, we're, we're originally a Bay Area band. Uh, I live here in Chester County now. I'll be here till I die. So want to spread the word about us here. Nice. Local business owner. So all I care about is follow down again. Follow Munch Gang. Yeah. You can follow my business account, which is Termite DRS, at yeah. Termite DRS on the gram. I post little construction videos and stuff on there. But uh, just support local business, support local music, support local podcasts. So. Yep. That's what's great. Making yep. the community, bringing us all together. Together, yeah. yeah. Where else are you going to see a couple of Asians and a Mexican sitting down? Yeah. Dr- Where else? Where are you going to see an Asian drinking horchata? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and what do you, anything you want to say, Koi? Tell the people. Yeah, just uh, support your local artists, bands, whatever, yeah. and his business too. So, yeah, you already know. And hit him up if you want to challenge him in a game of skate. I will buy you a board if you win. If you win. Or yeah. trucks. If you need if you don't need a board, but you need trucks. Yeah, I might just lose on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. If I see your board hella shitty, oh, then no, the host will just set you up buying like a yeah. hundred boards. Like what? Yeah. yeah. Alright right, guys. Only doing that one time, not for yeah, probably just one time thing. Appreciate sure. <laughs> Alright guys. Thanks for watching this episode of the podcast. And look out for that uh, little giveaway we're doing. Yep. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Later.